By now, you have listened to interviews with LGBTQIA educators, activists, entertainers, and community members here in Santa Barbara. Throughout our series, Pride of Place Santa Barbara, we asked the question. This is a series that will be airing throughout Pride Month. I want to just ask you, what does pride mean to you? What does pride mean to you personally? What does pride mean to you during this time? You are listening to Pride of Place Santa Barbara, Pride Defined on KCSBFM 91.9. Here are some of the responses. Angel Damon and as Angel, my pronouns are she, her, hers. And when I'm not, it's whatever I'm presenting at the time. <laughs> I host um, a very successful glitter brunch along with uh, Vivian Storm. I work with Pacific Pride Foundations and other queer-owned businesses throughout Santa Barbara and uh, Ventura County. What does pride mean to you personally? Um, that is a very loaded question. It's and a very loaded question. I've understood it's, it's, for some people. What I've, what I've learned is we are always changing. Mm-hmm. So my definition of pride continues to change mm-hmm. throughout my experiences. And I finally got to the level as a 31-year-old gay man to finally be able to live comfortably with who I am, my duality, my, my alter ego, my education, and just learning that all of these different parts of me that make me the person I am can live together and blend and just complement each other without holding back or hiding or being unsure. Yeah. Just letting it go and just choosing yourself and being happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would say that's my definition of pride right now. Thank you so much. I am Vivian Storm, pronouns she, her when I'm in drag, (laughs) Um, DJ when I'm out of drag and any pronouns are welcome. Pride means to me doing the inward work to sustain my outer joy. Okay. I think it is very important for us to understand, especially LGBT plus individuals. This is no longer the time and the age of acceptance. This is now the time and the age of doing our inner work so that we no longer require someone else to validate us. It is important to me that people understand what pride is. It's not about everybody else. It's about you doing the inner work, finding your acceptance, moving from acceptance to nurturing oneself. Now that you accept yourself, you have to do the work to nurture yourself. When you are in situations where people are not giving you something, no longer are we staying there to fight for that. We are no longer doing that anymore. We're moving from the fight club and entering the cheering section of all those who love us and accept us for who we are, not who we're trying to be or have to be, or challenged to be, or demanded to be. We are literally just being and having everybody who loves that in this section. And so I think, no, I know that pride is not just an everybody thing. It is literally, it starts 
it really, really begins with us. Yeah. With ourselves pulling that out and doing that. We love allies. We do. I love them so much. And they are needed in our community. But we, we hear it every single time you watch Drag Race. If you can't love yourself, how, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? We hear this statement, but I don't think people truly grasp that. Because if that is not the first thing that we do, we always are going to search for something that we don't have. And when somebody gives it to us, we don't even know. Because we never felt it for ourselves. And so we are accepting things all the time. And so for me, pride is so much more than waving my rainbow flag. It's way more than going to a parade or a festival, right? It's more than that. It's literally living and embodying, getting to know and be comfortable and being comfortable with myself as I am and doing the work to get to the person that I want to be. My name is Devanuj, Devanuj Dasgupta. I'm assistant professor in feminist studies with affiliation with Asian American studies at UC Santa Barbara. My pronouns are both she and he, so I always encourage people to, when talking about me or with me to alternate genders. You know, my, one of my first pride experiences in the U.S., and I was, it was 97, summer of 97. And I was uh, marching with the South Asian Lesbian and Gay Association, Salga, which marches in the Queer People of Color contingent. Mm-hmm. And behind us was the newly formed Arab um, queer group. And at some point during the rally, during the march, um, at that time, Mayor Giuliani, who was, you know, very pro-police. So, long story short, 97 Pride, I'm marching. It's my first time, you know, being cheered by, you know, thousands of people while marching in the rally. Mayor Giuliani, somewhere in like 42nd Street, like suddenly comes in between the queer Arab group and the and Salga and started marching and they hadn't told us that, you know, he would come in with his security and with his cops and separating us, right? So we turned around and started chanting shame, shame, shame at Giuliani and um, organized a town hall and like a response and a media coverage around why this was done to us, you know, not even taking our permission. Um, because we didn't want to be around police. Um, there was, you know, there's fear of police communities. So pride for me is a very contested place. The celebration of pride is I, you know, it can be, I often wonder what are we celebrating? Uh, and then whose recognition? Because many people in immigrant communities, black communities will never have a benign relationship with the state. We have a very different relationship with the state. It's about yeah. profiling. It's about prisons and detentions and being fined and thrown into this carceral state, you know? And so when I think about pride, I think always about resistance. 
mm-hmm. um, Stonewall, you know, bar around which we make, we write the uh, Pride story was a riot against police brutality, was, you know, poor and working class trans women and hustlers and sex workers, right? So for me, Pride is a place to reclaim a pro-sex, pro-sex work, mm-hmm. uh, you know, pro-trans, um, anti-corporate, uh, you know, uh, abolitionist movement. Um, and uh, that is the kind of pride I find joy in. Mm-hmm. Pride is about resistance, it's about joy, it's about passion, it's about desire. Um, I think yeah. I think we should not cleanse sex and desire and the body from pride. And yeah. I want us to always remember that. My name is Sai Isoke. Uh, I use all pronouns. Uh, I am an academic achievement counselor with the Office of Black Student Development uh, here at UC Santa Barbara. Pride to me at this point in my life means um, being exactly who you are. <laughs> and I know that that sounds like a pretty generic way to say, <laughs> to talk about pride. Um, but I think for me, it hits a little bit deeper because I, I think growing up and, you know, coming out and stuff, mm-hmm. pride is kind of looked at as this like, oh yeah, we just got to go out there, be joyful, be, mm-hmm. be you know, vibrant and, and dance and like all that is beautiful. Do that as well. I think the older I've gotten, I've actually taken a lot of pride in my process. So, you know, being able to deal with the good feelings, the bad feelings, the misgivings, the things I'm curious about, um, as far as my identity goes, you know, actually there are no bad feelings about my identity. I love it. I love it all. (laughs) Um, But, you know, but the challenges, maybe not bad feelings, but the challenges that have come um, from my identities and just being a person, you know, in this world and having pride over that, having pride yeah. over, over everything, over everything I've, I've been through and everything that's kind of gotten me here. So, yeah. Yeah. I am Alex Eliazar. I use they, them and she, her pronouns, and I am the grad assistant at the RCSGD. My name is Dosandri Mendoza, or Doza for short. I use uh, they, she pronouns, and I'm the graduate assistant for education initiatives at the RCSGD. I think what I've been thinking about in terms of pride for myself, right, is not having to hold on to shame, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's that's definitely been a process for me of learning one that I don't need to know exactly who I am right and that like people are changing and developing and that it's all like a process but also that I'm allowed to grow in that way right and that that means maybe yeah having a different name having different pronouns and really like allowing myself the space to grow in those ways but I think then right my next step is making sure the community around me also has that right and like I think that's what pride really comes down to for me in those ways is like where is that community where do people find their support and like how do we hold each other up right so that people can live like lives with opportunities to really grow right and to be who they need to be Um, and I think I really hold on to that, especially as there's all these things kind of happening na- nationally. You know, we see things in Florida, we see things kind of across the world of how, you know, different policies and laws are affecting folks. I think I really 
ground myself in community and that's that's the center of all my pride is yeah. community and the people around me um, and how just life-saving that can be for folks. Pride for me is also, you know, really grounded in community, just being yeah. around the folks that I care about, right? And also ensuring that everyone else is able to access that kind of community, right? So that they have the ability to have a chosen family when, you know, the families that we're given aren't always the ones that are the most supportive. Um, and I think for me, especially being Puerto Rican, it's, you know, understanding the kind of history of where this stuff comes from. Yeah. Um, the history of activism, the history of folks involved. And I don't mean that in a very kind of um, like surface level, these people started pride kind of way. Yeah. I don't necessarily think that's the most helpful level of discourse, mm -hmm. um, but really in, a in kind of that perspective and spirit of how do we actually ensure that the spaces that we celebrate pride at are for you know different folks and responsive to different folks' needs. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, when we talk about pride as a celebration, um, when it becomes like a corporate level celebration, I think that's for me something that, you know, is never really the spirit of what community is about. Yeah. Um, it really should be around, you know, grounding folks and providing folks with the things they need to actually survive and thrive. Right. And we're working towards thriving. I think that's something that we're always working towards. Yeah. Um, but that's what it means to me. I think it's really something that, you know, is around uh, trying to get folks the other, trying to get other folks the type of validation I've been able to find through my yeah. friends um, and my chosen family and, you know, bringing folks to different community spaces or different things that I'm a part of that allow folks to feel the same type of euphoria I feel when I'm in those spaces. Again, the biggest thanks to you for listening. I have been incredibly overwhelmed by the support of the community while producing this series. Thank you for sharing your kind words and your experiences. This project would not be possible without you. A special thanks to those who lended their voices to this project. And thank you to Shirley Wang for her wonderful artistry throughout this series. I'm Daniel Vasias, and you have been listening to Pride of Place Santa Barbara right here on KCSBFM 91.9. Take care and always take pride.